This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to episode number 284 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today I am in Puerto Rico and next to me is sitting a super host, a local Puerto Rican super host. Her name is Nadia Rodriguez. And you may have heard her before because she was in on episode 238, which was recorded also here in Puerto Rico about one year ago when I was visiting for a real estate conference. So Nadia, welcome to the show. Hi, it's so great to be here with you again. It's very hot here in Puerto Rico. It is. We're sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Nadia. How how's the hosting here in Puerto Rico? What has changed since a year ago? Um, if you remember, Puerto Rico was hit by a Hurricane Maria, which kind of destroyed the island to a certain extent. Last year when I was here, they were still kind of going through the process of repairing everything. How has it been so like in the last year? Is there a lot of improvement? Uh, yeah, we've seen definitely significant improvements. One of the things that you may have observed is that there have been significant amounts of money being poured into infrastructure. So electric and street-wise. So you will see a lot of the streets being fixed and there has been significant money being poured into the electric infrastructure. It's still not that great but it's working. And I have actually, after Maria, I've had less electric problems than before Maria. So that's nice. good. And my Airbnb has had less problems with that. So that's great. That's really good. So your Airbnb is located on the beach in the neighborhood Condado, which is an upscale neighborhood in San Juan, the capital of Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And I looked at your Airbnb listing. You are clearly doing something really well because you are a super host, first of all, and you have a lot of really great reviews. And so in this podcast episode, I really want to find out what is it that made you successful as an Airbnb host? What is it that you do that has brought you to success? And so we chatted a little bit about this before we started recording. And I just wanted to read one of the reviews that you recently got because I think it kind of sums it up and it there's a clue to your success in this particular review. And so I'm gonna read it now. So this review was June, 2019, so it was this month. Uh, it was written by Corey and Corey writes, Fast and easy self-check-in, sparkling clean house, and decor is aesthetically pleasing to the eye, almost as if a wizard designed it. And that really caught my attention. And so I asked Nadia, I asked her, like, how do you become a wizard that can design 
a house in a way that people write that type of reviews. And then Nadia thought about it for a while and then she came up with the reason because she, she's been inspired by somebody and I, I wanted to ask Nadia to tell the story because I thought it was a really cool story and it really made me think about, you know, how, how do you get inspired by other people and by other spaces to really improve your own space and, you know, to get people to write that kind of review. So Nadia, take it away. So I've always been into interior design since I was a child. So there is a quality to it that is a little bit just in my nature. I can naturally go into a space and rearrange things so that it has a better flow. And I think that's just something that comes naturally to me. And in the future, if I study it, I'll probably become a lot better. So there's a part of it that is just innate in me. Now, there's also the part of looking for inspiration. So when you design your Airbnb, it would probably be a good idea to understand the aesthetic that you like and that makes you feel at home and look for inspiration, be it with other people's Airbnbs or following maybe an interior designer that you like the work that they do. And now that we have Instagram and Facebook, all of that information is so accessible to us. Like there's so much, you know, even Pinterest, there's so many instruments to use to get inspiration from. So through my experiences, I discovered a woman named Liz Lambert, and she used to be a lawyer, but she had always, she always loved interior design, and she always loved the hotel business. So she decided to leave her profession, and she asked her mother for a hefty loan, because <laughs> I believe it was like $500,000, and decided to invest in a motel and in Austin. And this is before Austin was cool. So this motel happened to be in what is now known as the most popular area in Austin, which is South Congress. So she had a vision. She obviously saw that there was something going on in Austin that in the future would flourish. She bought this motel. And after dealing with a lot of obstacles and after dealing with a motel ambiance the kind of people that she had there rented the rooms weekly so it's that kind of like it was literally a motel she even had addicts in there but she became a big part of the community and it was interesting because she's a white woman becoming like a big part of what was mostly a black low income community so after she did that for a couple of years, she finally, after a lot of obstacles, got a bank to give her like a million dollar loan. And she was able to renovate the space into what is now Hotel San Jose. And clearly when I started um, following her and looking at her aesthetic, it was clear that her style is what I love. You know, I love retro but with a modern twist. And that is exactly like her style. Another thing that I really love is everything that is kind of like Spanish villa, 
kind of a, uh, an aesthetic. And she also developed that kind of an aesthetic in another hotel that she built, which is in Baja, California. And it's very much that Spanishy kind of also, it's, you know, it's a little Spanish, but also Mexican, given that in Mexico, there's so much Spanish influence in what is architecture. So you will look at that hotel and you will think Spain, but you will also think Mexico and cactuses. So that is another thing that I really love. She's also into what is mixing cold materials with warm materials. So she's into mixing polished concrete with wood. And that's something that I really love, that, that play with materials that it's not extremely cold or extremely warm. So for example, if you in a room, you use a lot of wood, it would feel maybe a little heavy because wood is grounding. So if there's too much of it, you will probably, it'll probably be a little too much. But if you mix things like concrete, like polished concrete, which is like when you put your foot on polished concrete, it feels cold, you know, but giving the space warmth with maybe wooden tables or wooden details, well, it, it will bring balance to the space. So clearly I noticed that she and I were vibing in the same, uh, we were in the same vibe. So I really looked at her, um, started following all of her, her processes. Right now she's, she has like five hotels. She has a company named Bunker House. And it's really interesting. One of my goals is just to go to all of her hotels and not only experience that aesthetic, but also have the experience of that hotel living and getting ideas of how I can bring that into my Airbnb. So the check-in and check-out process, the details of how the space is presented, how you present, you know, the rules and regulations to your guests in a way that is aesthetically pleasing and fun, how you present to them the neighborhood and how you can communicate those cool places that you like to visit and that you would like them to have that experience. So I decided to go to one of her, her hotels, which is this one I was talking about, the motel that she turned into a hotel. And it was amazing. I, I, I brought back a bunch of ideas, even like something so simple, like having bathrobes for your guests. My experience with those bathrobes were, you know, something such a detail, but it's so nice to have a bathrobe. It was interesting to be like, hmm, I could implement that in my Airbnb. May have maybe have two bathrobes for the guests. It's not gonna be cheap, but once I implement that, I assure you there will be a review with somebody saying something about the bathrooms. So it's about that. It's about um, wanting your guests to feel as comfy as possible and really bringing to them an experience that is different. People don't go to Airbnbs and expect bathrooms. So that is something that you have to your advantage in Airbnb, that people come with such low expectations sometimes that when you give them a really nice experience, they're blown away. There have been multiple times that people tell me, this is the best Airbnb I've ever been to, or this completely exceeded my expectations. So there will come a time in Airbnb that those expectations from our guests will be higher. I don't think we're there yet. I think we still have a lot of time to blow them away with like little details, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think 
there's still a lot of room for improvement, but things have definitely improved. I mean, yeah, definitely. I, I yeah. remember I stayed at an Airbnb in 2011 for the first time, so that's like eight years ago. <laughs> and, I mean, a lot has changed since. Oh my God, yes. But, um, but I agree. I mean, the way I think about it is when you want to be the best host that you can be, you want to strive for perfection. You want to do everything the best you can, right? And I still think that that's not the default mentality that most hosts have. Yeah. And that's okay, you know, you don't have to necessarily make the most out of everything you do in life, right? I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of hosts who are like, hey, I just kind of enjoy hosting. It doesn't have to be perfect. I don't mm-hmm. have to maximize my income. I'm just, you know, I'm just doing my thing and then, then that's cool. But it does mean that if you do have that mentality, you can really excel. You can really set yourself apart from the competition. And, you know, I think that's something that you've done with the way that you've designed your unit. I mean, it seems very clear to me that that's the case. And it's it's really great to hear where you got that inspiration because I think we can all learn something from that. And we can think, okay, where have we stayed in our past? Like what were like your favorite experiences from staying either at a hotel or another Airbnb? Because I think we can also learn from hotels. Like for example, you know, one of my favorite hotels it's called the Aloft Hotel in, in Bangkok. Okay. I actually happened to stay there for seven weeks. I got a really good deal. It was really cheap. And one of the things that I really loved about the Aloft is that they had dispensers in the bathroom. Mm, See, yeah. I really hate it when, yeah. when hotels have these small, tiny little bottles. Yes. Right? Because it's so much waste. But also, it's not, it's not convenient because yes. you keep having to replenish them. And so... I was like, damn, it's so convenient. Let's walk into the shower. There's, there's these dispensers. They're filled up. So, you know, I don't have to worry about these things for a long time. And so I implemented dispensers in my penthouse in Colombia. Another example is I will never forget the Shangri-La Hotel. In, in Asia, they, they have a lot of uh, those hotels. Shangri-La, I don't know if it's a, it's a brand in, in the Western world. But one of the things that I'll never forget is... You walk into that hotel and it smells so good. Yeah. It yeah. just, and you just, oh, man, every time I walk, I go back and I walk into that hotel, it just feels so good because of the smell. And so that inspired me to, to think about like, hey, how does my apartment smell? Like, how can I make my apartment smell nice so that people have that same experience? And so I think it's a really good exercise for all of us hosts to really think, what are my top three travel experiences? And then what was it that made it so special? What was it that made it so enjoyable? And then, you know, think about how can you implement that in your own Airbnb? Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good exercise for for all of us. Yes. And you can think about the fact that how how do we experience things? Well, we experience things through our senses, right? So I was hearing another podcast about a guy that designed a restaurant. And when he designed it, he was thinking it's, it's kind of the same concept is I have to think about the overall experience, but I have to think about what the person experiences from the moment they go into the door. What do they see? What do they touch? What do they smell? What happens when they sit on the table? How does the table feel? How does the napkin feel? How does the fork feel? How does that glass feel? Like he thought about everything. 
So at the end of the day, it's all about the senses and, you know, how does the bed feel? How do the sheets feel? How does when I sit in my sofa, like in the sofa, is it soft? Is it plushy? Is there like a nice little throw that I can throw on me while watching television? So it's just about thinking, you know, thinking about that. And I don't think a lot of people don't think about this. A lot of people are very practical and they just, you know, whatever, just put sheets whatever just put towels it's like yeah but what towel like do you want it to feel good when they you know they step out of the shower the rugs you know what what are they stepping out of like onto sorry when they step out of the shower so if you like dedicate time to that it's definitely going to translate into a better experience and better reviews better money well spoken And by the way, Nadia was generous enough to offer her guest room for me to stay at for two nights. And so I'm actually going through this experience right now where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm looking around and I'm thinking like, what do I really like about, about your guest room? Mm -hmm. And I think the number one thing that I love about your guest room is the bed is really comfortable and it has a lot of pillows. <laughs> yeah. And the pillows are really comfortable too. And that's something that... I actually don't know how many pillows I have in my bedrooms in, in my apartment in Colombia, mm -hmm. but I'm definitely going to check on that because I'm really enjoying just having like these four big pillows to kind of like, you know, I, I turned on the AC because it, it's really hot here in Puerto Rico, but I don't like it when the AC kind of blows in your face. Mm -hmm. And so what I do before I go to sleep, I kind of use those extra pillows to build like a little fort <laughs> and then and then I just kind of crawl underneath those You know, the, okay. the pillows and that way the room stays cool but it doesn't blow in my face okay. and yeah it's just like it's just really comfortable and I've been sleeping really well and I'm dealing with a jet lag because I flew in from Asia a couple of days ago I think that's a I think that's just a really really important thing to do for, for all of us just think back to your travel experiences see what inspired you or or see if you can find some inspiration elsewhere right in the future whenever you stay at a hotel or an Airbnb really um, notice what you appreciate most about the space and, and see how you can implement, use that inspiration to improve your own listing. I have a couple announcements and kind of like updates that I want to share as well. But before I do that, what else do you think that like really contributed to your success in Puerto Rico here with your, with your Airbnb? Um, apart from what we spoke about, it's really about how you treat your guests. And something that is, I think, very important when dealing with Airbnb as a host is that you can't freak out. You know, things are always going to happen. And when something happens, be it whatever, If your guest sees that you're calm, cool, and collected, and that you're going to be proactive, and that you tell them, okay, so let's deal with this situation, and we're going we're gonna to pull through together, it's very different if you're like, oh my God, what happened? Oh no, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Like, you know, you have to take that leadership and be calm, cool, and collected. The world is never going to end because of something that is going on in your Airbnb. I've had really horrible experiences, especially with them coming in and literally the power going off like 20 minutes later. Like that is the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> I mean, yes. it doesn't get any worse than that. There's no power in your Airbnb. So I've had to deal with those experiences and it's helping them and making them feel safe and making them feel like you're there for them. 
and you know answering their questions as quickly as possible letting them know that you're available at any time if you don't letting them know if you don't answer a text you can always call me so that's very important how you just treat your guests and making them feel safe awesome well thank you very much you're Nadia, welcome. for sharing yeah. your knowledge. You've been a very listeners. good guest. You've been a very good guest. Did I behave too. well? Yeah, you behaved very well. Do I get well. a five-star review? Uh, you get a five-star. Yes. Yeah, five I love five-star reviews. All right, so before I let you guys go, I want to share a couple of updates and announcements. So first of all, I'm here in Puerto Rico because <laughs> I am going to host, together with Eric, the STR Legends Live, which is a mastermind event for large uh, short-term rental operators. We got a really great group of people together. It's going to be like about 25 of us. And I want to share, during the event, I want to share some of, uh, some of the experience with everybody else. And so I'm going to do a lot of live sessions on Instagram. Um, so if you want to be part of that, then please follow me on Instagram, get paid for your pad. And you'll be able to uh, see some of the live videos. I think it's going to be pretty fun. And uh, we'll also do, you know, do some short interviews with the uh, participants who are all truly short-term rental legends because, you know, these are all people that are really kidding it uh, with 25 to 150 listings. Um, so there's a lot that we can learn from them. Also, keep an eye on uh, your email. If you've subscribed to my email list, I'll send out some updates there as well. So if you haven't subscribed, go to getpaidforyourpet.com and there you can leave your email so you get those updates as well. Another thing I wanted to mention is you may have listened to episode 277 with my buddy Simon, who has an Airbnb in Cape Town in South Africa. And Simon came to me because he was very worried about his Airbnb listing because he wasn't getting any bookings. And that was kind of strange for him because, you know, he was always doing pretty well in, uh, in Cape Town. And so I had a look at his listing and I decided to change a number of things. I basically told Simon, hey, why don't you give me the remote control, make me a co-host and I'll see if I can help you. And I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do that because I know nothing about Cape Town. I've never been to South Africa and I know that every market is different. But I decided to, to give it a shot. So I've changed, I changed a bunch of stuff and lo and behold, the bookings started rolling in. We started working together on May 3rd. I think we had the first guest check-in on, on May 6th and we ended up having a occupancy of 41% in May. In June, we're seeing an occupancy of 86% and in July, we're already booked 90%. And mind you, this is the low season, right? It's winter in Cape Town, it's cold. People wow. don't usually visit uh, the region in, in the winter. And so I'm really excited about this result. And so I wanted to kind of share that so that people can uh, learn from it. So episode 277, in the show notes that you can find on getpaidforyourpet.com, you can see exactly what, you know the changes that we made in order to like kind of like kickstart uh, or revive this Airbnb listing. I've shared uh, screenshots. You can you can see exactly like essentially the empty calendar as it was and kind of the process like when the bookings were coming in and and all of that stuff. 
And by the way, I'm, I'm getting these occupancy uh, numbers from um, Beyond Pricing, which is the pricing algorithm that we've been using for, for Simon's listing. And what's, uh, what's really cool about it, other than the, the fact that it, it gives you like the optimal prices, it updates it every day, you can also look at market data. So you can actually see exactly you know, what is the average occupancy level going all the way back to a year. And so I can see, for example, that in June and July, the average is around 35%. So people are really struggling to, you know, to fill up their, uh, their Airbnbs during that period of time because it's, uh, because it's winter, right? So the, yeah, there's some really interesting uh, data that you can see. Now, if you want to try Beyond Pricing, I do have a special deal with them. You can get a 30-day free trial and $60 in credit. Like they charge 1% of your total revenue. If you use uh, my coupon code, which is GP4, the number 4, YP. So it's like the abbreviation of get paid for your pet. But then it has the number 4, so GP4YP. And then you'll get 30 days free trial plus $60 in credit. So that's one thing. Uh, check out the episode show notes, 277. And you can see exactly the changes we made and also how the booking started coming in and everything. Then another thing I want to mention is I've created this page called My Investments. And so if you go to getpaidforyourpet.com slash myinvestments, um, you'll see an overview of the free short-term rental investments that I've made in one in Colombia, one in the Philippines, and one in Thailand. And all three of them have uh, individual blog posts as well, where I really describe in detail like why I bought these places, but also how the results are. Like So my penthouse in Cali in Colombia has been on Airbnb uh, since the end of 2018. So I've actually had some uh, results. You can see exactly how much it's making and how much I paid for it, etc. But also the, the second property in the Philippines is now after a lot of delay. It's now finally uh, going through its soft opening. And so I was excited to see the first TripAdvisor reviews coming in. Because honestly, like investing in this resort on a small island called Carabao in the Philippines was a bit of a scary undertaking for me because I know in the Philippines there's you know there's typhoons and it's a very small island every all the materials have to be shipped in on like small boats and everything so you know it's you're kind of taking a fairly decent risk I think when you invest in something like that so I was really hoping first of all that the uh, that the resort would be finished that they would actually finish it which they did. Uh, Shotzi is getting excited here. But also, it's actually being operated right now. The first guests have stayed at the place and, and there's six reviews so far and five are excellent five-star reviews and one, one review was uh, four stars, but still pretty good. And the reviews actually are pretty amazing. So I'm pretty excited. I'm really happy to read that the first guests are having such a great experience. So... If, uh, if you want to check out the process, like sort of the due diligence that I did on you know making this investment decision and uh, check out the, the pictures, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful resort. It's really an amazing location in the middle of nowhere, almost like in the Philippines. It has its own private beach. If you want to see the pictures, uh, just, just go to that page, getpaidforyourpet.com slash my-investments. I'll uh, put a link in the show notes as well. And I got some updates on my third investment. The, it's a studio in Bangsaray. It's a beach resort in Thailand. 
Um, I just received some new uh, updates, like some pictures on the on the construction there. So I updated that blog post as well, if you want to check that out. So that's it for today. I'm very excited to be hosting the SDR Legends Live. By the time you're listening to this, it's probably already started. Uh, it starts on Thursday, June 27th, and it will go through Monday, July 1st. So follow me on Instagram, get paid for your pad, and you'll be able to uh, see the stories and the live videos, etc., and be updated on what's, what's going on there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And with that, we've come to the end of the episode. So thank you very much for listening. And of course, next week, there'll be another episode, probably with one of the participants of the SDR Legends Live. So until then. Bye, guys. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.